right. Um, are you ready to record, George? Yeah, it's uh, recording already, by the way. Oh, it's already? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, I guess uh, we'll just start right here. Uh, hello, and welcome to another episode of Three Guys in the Mouth. Josh here with my co-host, George. Yo, yo. And Hunter. Hey, how's it going? And on this episode, we're just going to do a quick update because anyone that lives in Florida or has been tracking theme parks knows that Universal has reopened to the public, and I've been tracking it on the Twitter and online, so I just wanted to give you guys like a quick update on how that's working. All right, so like I just said, we're going to be talking about Universal, which is uncommon, and uh, you can assume that there will be some sort of hate coming through me at some point. But uh, I wanted to give some quick updates on how they're handling the park opening. So first of all, I do want to point out uh, it is going to sound very similar to what we talked about with Shanghai Disneyland because, of course, and I think we said it on those episodes too, that's basically the blueprint that every theme park is going to use. Um, and, of course, Universal did exactly that. It's all about signs everywhere, temperature checks, and masks. Like, those are their big things. Um, anyway, uh, Universal opened up on June 5th, and on June 4th, they did a big media day where they had bloggers of all kind and, you know, the news media there. And then on June 5th, they opened up to the public to, uh, from what I was seeing online, uh, about half the amount of people that were there for the media day, which, uh, of course, a lot of bloggers were not expecting at all. Uh, that's my quick hate for you. <laughs> but, you know, my thing is I'm like, let's be real. Like, I know the bloggers and all that, and everyone uh, was, like, assuming, like, oh, yeah, as soon as this park opens, gangbusters. Everyone's going to be down there. But I would honestly say I did not expect a big crowd, partially because I don't care for Universal anyway. So I was just like, why would anyone travel to Florida just to see that park? But it's also because I'm like, you know, people are still scared of what's going on. I mean, I know uh, from my even my coworkers, because they asked me about Disneyland and the rumors for it, but even them, they're like, I'm not going back to Disneyland until, like, at least next year. So I kind of expected this. Um, I'll be honest, uh, I thought there'd be a little more people just because I assumed it'd be more locals. But it seems like basically what happened is no one really traveled, which I, I'm guessing is because they're going to wait for Disney World to reopen. But... Uh, they do have, like, uh, some things, like I said, to get into. So, of course, they got the temperature check. Uh, there was an interesting thing on Mike's chat. They pointed out that they, uh, and this is, goes to a thing that I keep hearing, which is uh, if you do go to the theme parks when they reopen, you have to understand that everything is kind of changing. Uh, everything's fluid. Nothing is, like, for certain. So the whole thing was uh, it was how they're doing the uh, – bins, right, for uh, when you get your security checks. I guess, right. like, the way they were doing it before um, for Universal, uh, back when they only opened the city walk, they were not cleaning the bins in between people. So uh, it turned into a concern because, you know, you're going through security, you're getting a temperature check, you have to wear a mask, but then they're telling you put all of your items in this bin, they put it through, they, uh, you grab your stuff, and then they just give it to the next guy. And it's like, wait, that defeats the purpose of the temperature checks and all that if we're cross-contaminating. So one thing that they pointed out is on June 5th, the you know official reopening, 
they notice that security now has to clean the bin before they give it to you, which I thought was like, you know, a quick like little good thing that we saw in there. You guys have any thoughts on that, uh, George? Um, no, not really. Yeah, no. not right. Like it's it's just like oh, it's just a bin, whatever. But uh, yeah. you know, it is like that joke though. It's like um, I know myself. I work security, and a big thing is it's like. You don't really, uh, you know, they'll plan as much as they can, but until something happens, they don't realize, like, the obviousness of something, right? Uh, especially, like, mm-hmm. I work in a casino, and I know one thing um, that we were concerned about is there was a lot of talk about putting up plexiglass uh, at the tables, and my casino ended up deciding not to do that at all. But we're finding that a lot of guests are coming specifically to us because they don't like the plexiglass between them and the dealers because they feel like it's weird. And then on top of that, it doesn't make any sense because the plexiglass is just preventing you uh, from like basically coughing on a dealer. But the thing is, is that you're handling the same cards and chips that everyone else is handling, but you're still cross-contaminating anyway. That's a good point. I didn't think about that with the whole plexiglass here in Vegas. Yes. Uh, That's why like um, certain properties aren't doing it, like mine. Um, but moving on from that, uh, masks are required. Uh, of course, that's like a big deal. I know we know people that are very adamant that they refuse to go into the parks if there's some sort of uh, mask uh, thing going on. Personally, I don't really get it because I'm like, masks are annoying. No, no question. I know George has to wear them at his work and I have to wear them at my work. But it's the thing that it's the easiest preventative measure that we can do you know, like uh, how do you feel on that george well it's you know it's one of those things with like the mask that you just got to get used to it that's it like you gotta it's a different breathing like exercise you have to do um and especially like it's weird because it's more of the indoor like you're fine but if you're outdoor wearing the mask it's a much uh different ball game especially like it's get hot, and then you're breathing hot air, so it's definitely much harder. Yeah. I would totally agree. I know, uh, like I said, where I work, um, you know, that becomes a whole thing because when you're talking a lot, of course, uh, that's not helpful when you're wearing a mask. Um, but, like, an interesting thing, um, which I'm hoping Disney actually kind of copies, uh, is Universal has these things that they're calling view rest areas. I, I'm not even going to get on how stupid the name is because it's literally the letter U. I was like, whatever. <laughs> but um, it's a rest uh, So what it is is it's an yeah. Uh, so what it is is it's an open area where you're allowed to take off your mask and you just socially distance with uh, other people and you just take off your mask so you can get a breather when you're overheating. Um, it's a lot of like open areas. I know they pointed out that like at universal orlando it's um there's like a couple of spots where it's like the seating area that's around that stupid lake that they have in there um and then the one i thought was funny uh is if you go over to islands of adventure they're using the sinbad stage for their like sinbad show that they had but i guess like the show has been like closed for a while and a lot of bloggers and you know disney twitter were complaining because the set is completely sitting in there. Like, just they're just, like, letting it rot away by itself. 
and uh, they thought it was so interesting that they just left the stage there, which I was just like, well, why wouldn't they? Like, they don't have any plans for what's going in there. So that's exactly what they would do. They would just leave it there. So um, I have a question. So I wonder if, like, Universal is offering, like, you buy a ticket and you get a mask also with it. You know, like, instead of, like, bring your own mask, why not let it, let us give us, like, you guys the mask so you can come in. You know what I mean? No, it's actually a good point, and uh, I totally forgot to write that down. That was actually one of the things that Universal announced when they announced their reopening is that they will be giving, they will be providing masks for anyone that doesn't have them, which I thought was, oh, like, cool. a great way to really push the whole, you will wear a mask. They're like, we'll right. I wonder. I wonder if Disney is going to upgrade instead of the plain white ones. Like, are they going to get a logo and stuff like that? I don't know. I was thinking about Disney it. Disney parts on the, uh, on the face of it. <laughs> honestly, I've heard a lot of chatter on that. Not from Disney, but a lot of bloggers pointing out, because, you know, of course, that's an emerging business already going on online. But everyone's mm-hmm. pointing out, they're like, if Disney is smart, when they reopen, because they're requiring masks, and they know that, especially with kids, kids don't want to wear masks unless there's, like, something cool on it. It's like, that's yeah. a perfect chance for Disney to you know, monetize that and be like, oh, well, we have these, like, cool ones. Like, I know, like, my kids, we haven't received them yet because who knows when they're actually going to be made. But on the Disney store, you could buy Disney masks, and uh, it came with a thing saying, like, oh, it could take, like, a couple months for us to make these. But my kids wanted them because they had a set where it's, like, uh, Marie the cat, uh, her face, and Mickey Mouse's face, and that's what they wanted. And I was like, okay, I guess we'll get these. Listen, if they had the Hunt and Mansion backer paper on a mask, I know. <laughs> That's what I was saying, dude. That's a good point. No, um, uh, and of course, another thing they're doing is um, uh, they're also doing no meet and greets, which we all knew that anyway. But uh, an interesting thing I like that Universal is doing that Disney isn't is that their characters are wearing masks themselves that are like matching the character. And I like that they're pushing that concept, like, you know, kind of normalizing the concept of, uh, you know, wearing masks. Because that's how I kind of see it. Because, like, imagine, like, going to Disney World and you see Cinderella walking around with no mask on. But you, like a jerk, have to wear one and you're not allowed to walk up to her. It just feels, like, awkward. Like, why is she better than me or something like that? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, 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 see, I see Mickey, like, I don't know if it's true, but I saw Mickey wearing a face mask. And that's pretty cool, too. And that's something like history, you know? Like, you've never seen Mickey wearing a face mask before. Yeah, um, well, like, that's the thing is, I don't know I don't know about that. I know specifically Disney has been very adamant that their characters will not wear masks. Um, so they're not going to be close to you at all. But at Universal, you're not allowed to get up to them, but all of their characters are wearing them. So uh, to me, it just kind of pushes like normalizing it. Like uh, the one I keep seeing people post is uh, they've got Scooby-Doo and the gang. And all of them are, first of all, standing six feet away from each other on a stage. And all of them are wearing colored uh, face masks to match their character. Honestly, dude, I, I think of course, with like, yeah. a parade, I think a parade will be good enough. I don't know. 
Well, that's the other thing is there's no parades. And that's another thing that, uh, I mean, we'll do an episode about Disney, but that's one thing that Disney already was like, we're not doing parades while this is, we're not doing parades or fireworks while this is going on. Fireworks? And uh, I think that's upsetting, yeah. Yes, fireworks. Yeah, any anything that gathers a crowd. Yeah, because they don't want people uh, gathering up to watch something. Oh, actually, uh, another one, because I know George is a big uh, Back to the Future fan. Uh, a very silly uh, one that people are really um, enamored with is Doc Brown has been hanging out at the train over in the Back to the Future, or, well, the Simpsons area, you know, that used to be Back to the Future. And he's wearing, like, a face mask, uh, like um, like a plexiglass, like, shield covering with, like, a um, kind of like, you know, the... Uh, helmet thing that he used in uh, Back <laughs> yeah. to the Future, and he's like, uh, apparently, like, he tells people that it's an invention he's made to, um, you know, prevent the spread of the disease and whatever, and uh, they're just like, I love that he's, like, fully in character for this. Like, oh my That's god, cool. it's really Doc Brown. <laughs> right? Yeah, um, another thing uh, I wanted to mention is, of course, uh, well, they've got signage everywhere. That's like a big deal at Universal. I know there's a lot of people questioning how Disney will run that because Disney loves to, uh, you know, save the story, right? But uh, I'm like, this is a completely different situation. Like, we need signs. But uh, Universal is doing a thing where they have signs everywhere that show you the area of the park you're in so that you don't have to pick up a physical map. Though, of course, you can go on their app and uh, look at the map yourself. But another thing is they're doing virtual lines, and with that comes no pre-shows, which is kind of annoying. So uh, I know I was talking about it with you guys earlier, but one of the most annoying is Gringotts, because, of course, Gringotts is the worst coaster ever designed. And it's not really a ride, but the queue of that is like a, an amazing walkthrough attraction. But now, because of these virtual lines, you skip all of that. You just walk through there and you just skip through uh, all of the pre-show elements and you walk straight down to the coaster. And I'm like, this is like a plus, but also like a negative, you know, to me. Because I'm like, they spent all this work on these pre-shows just for us to now ignore them completely. Yeah, and that's the annoying part. Um, it's unfortunate thing is there because I know Disney, I think Shanghai already did the same thing where they're like, yeah, like, because we can't have you guys all crunched together, we can't have the pre-show to certain rides. Yeah, but, um, you know, like I said, I, I'm not a fan of it. Like, it makes me think of, it makes me think of, like, uh, imagine Rise of the Resistance without the pre-show part of it. That, yeah. It's like, that's not really a ride. You just would be like, okay, jump on this thing. It's like, oh, yeah. So, yeah. so question is, like, for example, um, right now, like, The Simpsons, right? Like, you go into a little room, and then you talk about the safety, um, like, all the safety stuff. What's going to happen now? You know, like, is there going to be another big TV? Like, you know, I, I just don't understand, like, what's going to happen. Because a lot of the, the previous ones is a lot of the safety, like, stuff, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't know how to put that. Like, uh, so what I've seen is they're using signage a lot. Uh, at least for Universal, it's all signs. Um, not really videos. I know there's like, I mean, there's a ton of questions, of course. 
because, you know, it's hard to tell what they're going to do based on just what we think compared to what they do, right? Um, that's why it's, like, uh, a little useful that we've got Universal open, so we know exactly what they're doing. Like, one thing they're doing is they also give out a handout when you're coming in that tell you all of the thing, all of the rules, like the social distancing and all that, so that you're not questioning it. You just already know that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that, that is a smart way of doing it. It's really, it's, it's a weird, like, time, is what, I, is what I'm thinking. Yes, we're, we're in a, an odd time. I mean, I'm hoping it's not as long as, like, I've heard uh, Jim Hill, which uh, I think we've said it before, but, like, the joke with Jim Hill is uh, you have to take everything with a grain of salt because uh, he uh, loves to say things as facts when they're not. But um, <laughs> one of the things he said is he, he said that, the par- uh, you know, all the theme parks, Universal and Disney World, or Disney, they all believe that this is something we're going to be dealing with for, like, a couple years. I'm just like, oh, <laughs> I really hope it's not that long. <laughs> I don't think a couple of years. I think maybe 10 months to a year, and then um, hopefully things will start to, you know, yeah, I mean, normalize because this is a new normal that we're going to be starting to deal with. Yeah, I mean, I, I see it as, like, some of this uh, is definitely going to stick around longer than uh, we would care for. I know... Like, I'm, I'm a big proponent on, like, the safety standards and all that. But, you know, also as a person, it's like you can't help but feel that feeling where you're just like, oh, I just really want it to be normal. I don't want I don't want to have to social distance. I don't want to deal with all this. But this is unfortunately something we're going to have to deal with now. Yeah. Yeah, but to, uh, to circle back to my original point, uh, it was pretty funny that there was no crowd there. <laughs> <laughs> Just from the uh, from the hater point of view, right? <laughs> no, yeah. no. Like, uh, like I said before, though, um, I'm actually not very surprised that there wasn't crowds, and I wouldn't be surprised if honestly Universal didn't think there was going to be a crowd either, because it's just like um, I know. Uh, well, I don't know if you guys got it. Uh, I know I got the Disney annual uh, Disneyland annual pass holder like survey that they put out like a few weeks ago or something like that. I forget when it was exactly, but it was all, it was literally a questionnaire or a survey that was just about, do you feel fine traveling? Do you feel fine going to a theme park? If you, uh, you know, were you economically uh, hit by this pandemic, which I thought was a very interesting question. It was, uh, it asked us like, what, what is your big worries right now? And um, it was like, you know, are you worried about uh, paying your rent uh, or mortgage? Are you worried about food, blah, blah, like all these things? Or are you not worried at all? And, of course, like I'm sitting here like, well, you know, my wife and I were essential workers, so we didn't deal with any of that. But I'm like, man, it's crazy that that's something they have to think about now. Yeah, because you've probably got, like, families of, uh, I think, what was it, the average family that they usually use for the surveys is a family of four, but you got to think that if one or both were working with businesses that weren't being essential, they're in a weird spot because they're like, oh, I mean, like, I can't pay for, for a lot of stuff. And Lord forbid they're, uh, they're California residents and they're sitting there worrying about making their the monthly payments for um, the annual passes that they offer. Yes, I know that's a, a big deal that I keep hearing about, too. It's like there's a lot of questions. How do these annual passes work? Because... Um, 
And that's going into a whole different thing. But, you know, there's a lot of questions that we don't know. Like I said, we, we won't know until we get more specifics, especially since Disneyland has no word yet. But, uh, so I have like a I question. said, I just wanted to... Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Um, so if no, Disneyland, and I'm talking about just Disneyland, if they would um, have like a rest area, where do you think is going to be the perfect place? Uh, that is definitely a uh, pickler. Um, I would choose something like uh, there's certain like outdoor seating areas. Like the easiest one I can think of. Well, I mean, yeah, the easiest one I could think of, honestly, would be like uh, you know over in Frontierland, in front of the um, uh, in front of the saloon. Uh, there's a huge area over there, you know, where we usually eat funnel cake. Like, that's an easy area to allow people. Uh, I think Disneyland's definitely, like, a harder sell, though, on, like, having a rest area where you can be masked just because it, you know, and it's, like, one of the things I love about it, but in this case, it's a negative, is that they don't have space. They don't have space for you to be sitting around right. and, do you know, hanging out like that. Unless you... Mm-hmm treated something like, uh, even then, you can use that. I was going to say, like, the Redwood Challenge Creek, but it's like, you can't use that because it's a play area. So kids are automatically going to play over there. What about that place close to uh, Big Thunder? The one that, like, at that corner? Yeah, I mean, you've got that, but it's also an entrance uh, and exit into um, into uh, Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So that's yeah. an issue. Yeah, the only one that I can think of, and even that, this is the one that I'm thinking of, could seem to have, like, problems, is um, that, was it the Princess um, Fanfare area that's, like, right next to uh, Toontown, where they used to have that show? I'm not sure if they still have that show. Oh, that's funny. I was just thinking that. Uh, you know, that, that little stage that's up there? Yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, you know what? It just occurred to me. An easy one is uh, the Fantasyland Theater, where they do Mickey and the Magical Map. Yeah, there you go, see? Like, I, you could, those are the easier ones that I can think of. You could use, uh, you could use the um, Abraham Lincoln show, too. Like, I love that show, but uh, I know I love that show too, but... no one goes there. So that's an right. easy one you could say, hey, you can go in here, you're in air conditioning, take off your mask, watch a show about, <laughs> about a 16th president, and it'd be an easy way to get uh, people inside there. True. And sure enough, it'd be easy enough to um, to keep social distancing because you'd probably have an attendant walking around to make sure that there's an appropriate amount of space between everybody. Yeah, the only thing is, I don't think you'd run the show. You would just keep the doors open the whole time. Yeah. You know, I'm so disappointed show, about old stuff in there. I'm so disappointed about like uh, like having the characters out. I feel like they should do it and just keep it six feet apart. And the thing is, like those characters. Like, I'm not talking about, like, Cinderella's, right? I'm talking about, like, people who have a freaking big uh, mask over their head, like Mickey and Minnie, you know? Like, I feel like they should come out, you know? Like, I feel like they're more protective, don't you think? Um, sort of not. Not really. Because, you know, realistically, they're using a communal um, head, and which I'm assuming has to be sanitized after they take it off. And then you can't really have them wearing a mask when they're inside of the thing. 
so you're going to have people basically coming up to you like that's uh and uh I know I listened to something where they were talking about uh you know and we haven't discussed it on here but we're not big fans of Bob Chapic but a thing that Bob Chapic said the other day on what was it like MSNBC or something like that uh he he said cuz you know they he was getting hit hard with why is uh universal opening a full month before Disney World is and he said you know you have to consider universal doesn't deal with things that disney deals with and one of the things he said he's like labor unions he's like uh he said labor unions are are a big deal and i was listening to a podcast and he pointed out he's like he's he's being specific he's like there's different unions that disney deals with than what universal does cuz universal is small enough to get away with being like eh, we can kind of skirt that while disney is such a huge company that they have to treat that like uh, I've always heard that if you're a face character at Disneyland uh you technically have to have like a sad card because you're a char- you're uh an actor um when you're playing a character and I'm just like that's insane that they have to pay you sad prices to be a face character my lord I need to move out there and become a uh, a Spider-Man character actor <laughs> well it, it's also why if you're any of the characters at Disneyland or at a Disney park you always are more than one character because, of course, they're like, well, if we're going to be paying you these uh, huge rates, they're like, we're going to do more work. Dang. Yeah. Um, you know, we'll we'll get into that, like, in the uh, – I know I want to do, like, a rumor mill about Disneyland because there's a lot uh, – well, we might get news before then, but there's a lot of rumors coming around Disneyland, and uh, a funny thing is that I posted – one on Twitter and they uh, direct message me telling me that they have not announced the date and not to like spread, <laughs> not to like, you know, uh, speculate. And I was just like, oh, okay, that's weird. <laughs> so so I thought that one out in general. They're like, hey, we're not yeah. sure yet. I think that was more specific to, it, it seems, uh, it seems pretty obvious that it's on the, it's on the nose. I'll just say it real quick that Disneyland is going to reopen uh, on July 17th, the day of their 65th anniversary, which I'm like, that makes sense. But I, I like said that yeah. on Twitter and they like <laughs> messaged me, which I thought was like the funniest way to basically say that it's right. I was like, okay, what a weird thing to monitor. Right. So I wonder if uh, they're going to get special like merch that says we're open or welcome back or something like that. Or a pin, welcome you home. know? I'll freaking rock it so, out. So... That's another thing, um, and you know, like I said, we'll do like a whole Disney episode. But uh, another upsetting thing that we found out is that Disney will not be doing any limited edition merchandise during uh, this time, which means that any stuff like that, uh, everything we're gonna see is gonna be just the generic uh, merchandise instead of anything that's like celebrating something and i'm just like that is one of the most upsetting things i've ever heard so that is it because if and when they open up for the 65th you won't have like gear that says 65th anniversary i mean you know they they can still surprise us but so far what they've said no uh i know they specifically said pins though Um, that was like the thing they said specific to but you know everyone's taking it they're like so they're saying that there's not going to be limited edition or special edition, like, uh, you know, merchandise, because they don't want people trying to, like, kill each other to get these reservation periods uh, to get into the park. And then have 
huge resale prices from people who just go in to buy a ton of the stuff and then sell it later. Yeah, I'm sure that too. You know, um, like I said, uh, I just wanted to do a quick update, and uh, you'll be seeing like a few of these coming out soon. But uh, we want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, I know I get like my little email from like freaker looks that get on my butt, by the way, which I think is so funny. But uh, I do love seeing um, that we get like listens. That's always like the funniest thing to me. I know that seems uh, counterproductive, but. I, I do want to remind people, we do this just because we like to. <laughs> no one is asking for it. We're doing it for us. <laughs> but uh, we do thank you guys for listening. Um, if you want to follow us and chat with us uh, on any of the social media, it's going to be at 3GATM Podcast. Uh, I will tell you, it is almost always going to be me answering you. Uh, if you see George or Hunter answer, they will always use their own account, not the... Uh, not our account for the podcast, so you can assume it's me. But uh, thank you guys once again. Um, I want to thank George because George actually does all of the work, like producing the podcast. I don't do any of that. He does that for me. Um, but, uh, yeah, seriously, thank you guys, and I hope everyone's being safe out there, and I guess we'll see you. Adios. See you later. Catch out.